This is Stephanie Bell. I'm joined by guest co-host Dr. Ashley Immel. Good morning. Good morning. And we are, I'm looking at the K, our news partner, KMIZ's uh, website this morning, and they have a question um, uh, up that you can go vote on. And essentially they're asking, have you started to notice food prices going down? I'm like, is that, why, no. why are we asking that? And <laughs> of course, I said, absolutely not. Nope. And everyone else agrees with me. 90% of the respondents so far have weighed in and said, no, I haven't. My food prices are still ridiculously high. So as we are all, a lot of us headed to the grocery store, getting ready for that big shopping trip for Thanksgiving. Um, you know, you, I, I'm thinking about all of the folks who it's, it's tight right now for a lot of people. There's been layoffs. Um, but especially uh, as you approach food prices, there's just it just doesn't go as far um, as it used to. So I am uh, glad to welcome in Lindsay Lopez. She is the president and CEO of the Food Bank for Central and Northeast Missouri. Lindsay, what are you hearing as we approach Thanksgiving? Well, good morning. So glad to be with you. Love that lead up, um, TGIF for sure. Um, so what we're seeing going into the Thanksgiving holiday is more people than ever that are just struggling. And exactly to the point that you're speaking of, everything costs more. And um, that's why we're seeing additional people who are finding themselves in need of food. Part of the role of the food bank is to provide that food at no cost to neighbors in need. So it frees up their other resources for needs such as child care, transportation, medical care, utilities, the list goes on. Are, are you seeing an increase in uh, the folks that are requesting uh, help? We definitely are. So we just opened the food bank market a few weeks ago, and that replaced the central pantry on Big Bear Boulevard. Um, we actually have owned and operated and staffed that pantry for more than a decade and um, wanted to make an intentional shift into this new space that's visible and accessible on the business loop. Um, but opening day, we served about 350 families, mm. and that's that's a, a big number. Why that, that number matters is that at the height of the pandemic a few years ago, the highest number of families we ever served in one day was 370. And we've seen those numbers remain consistent in these first few weeks of us being open in this new space. So the the, the need is real. Hunger is real. And it is prevalent right here in our community. You know, uh, Lindsay, thank you. Um, thank you for your service. Um, and congratulations. This is Lindsay is celebrating her nine-year anniversary uh, oh, right yay. now. So congratulations. Oh, Brian, thank you for remembering. Yes. I appreciate that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I was over there with you about the, um, the, the food bank market. It was wonderful. You mentioned, and Stephanie had a good question about the increased need. I, I know that um, I've talked to food service employees. I won't say where, but to people that work in the food, they work. Some of them one, two jobs. They have children. And I see some of them walking up and down Clark Lane here in Columbia, and they don't have a car. They have to. They have to bring the children along to to go get their groceries. They're having a hard time. They sometimes are working one or two jobs. It's very hard for them. So whether it's them or somebody out there needs some help, especially during the holidays, what do they do? Do they just show up at this food bank market, or what? What would they, what would you recommend they do? Because I know there are people listening that probably are going to need help this holiday season. Yeah, and you know what? I'll give you an example. So I was at the market on opening day. Um, we changed processes and you know, every time that you're doing something new, you, you want to make sure that um, you, everything rolls out the way that you anticipate. And a, a, a woman walked in and I thought, 
gosh, I know her. How do I know her? And then I remembered she had waited on me a couple of times recently at a very well-known restaurant. Mm. And I remember being so impressed by her and thinking, gosh, she is such a hard worker and so friendly. And she she had to humble herself to come in to the market um, to receive food. And of course, I didn't say anything to her about it. But um, I think that just speaks to one more example of how these are people who are right here living and working in our community, interacting with us every day, and they just don't have enough to be able to make ends meet. So for anybody who is listening or for someone who's listening who knows of somebody who may need help, um, send them to the food bank market if they are here in Columbia. And, um, you know, we're going to ask you a few questions there about uh, if you have an address, how many people live in your household, how many are under the age of 18. Um, If you're unhoused, it's okay too. You know, we're still going to provide you food. Those are just numbers that we track for grant funding purposes and that sort of thing. Beyond that, we just want to be able to get food into the hands of people who need it. And of course, we're providing food at no cost to around 30 different uh, partner agencies here in Boone County alone. Yeah, and I would just uh, add to people that are listening, because we, we're going out over Jefferson City, we're going out in Fulton, we're going out in Boonville. The people in Columbia may know, but just for everybody that knows, the food bank market that Lindsay is referring to is on Columbia's business loop. It's right near Firestone. That used to be an Aldi's, and at one time it was a Mosier's, but you can't miss it. It's down there. Lindsay, thank you for your service. Thank you so much. Lindsay, we're looking forward to a little, well, a little less than a month. We'll be doing our one-for-one Zimmer Communications holiday food drive with you guys. And I know that's a, that's a big fun for us, and we team up with the firefighters to do that every year. I think one thing that you've pointed out to us during the food drive that a lot of people aren't aware of, you work with, gosh, a couple hundred schools to feed kids, too, don't you? We do. So the food bank actually covers a 32-county service area, um, about 19,000 square miles and roughly one-third of the state. So it's a very big territory, very rural communities um, that we're going into as well. And we do that by providing food at no cost to 145 partner agencies and 197 schools. And for schools in particular, we're providing that support through our Buddy Pack program and our school pantry program, which is really, really growing. Lindsay, so talking about coming up with the holidays, I know that the food bank is so impactful. And I mean, just so I understand some of how it works is, do you take donations? Is most of the food that you receive through grants? Um, Because I'm seeing all kinds of great things that whenever you are donating food for the holiday season, keep in mind, if you donate a cake mix, they need eggs to make that cake. Mm -hmm. If you're donating some of those pre-made things, they may need hamburger to go with it as well. How does that work? You're exactly right. So the food bank annually acquires and distributes around 27 million pounds of food with a wholesale value of more than $50 million. So we're not a a small nonprofit. We're actually a very large charitable business. Um, We always will welcome gifts of food to the food bank. Um, Certainly we can do much more with the dollars. For every dollar that we take in because of our purchasing power, it helps us provide the equivalent of at least four meals to people in need. Um, So any way that people want to help, I would encourage them to go to our website, that's sharefoodbringhope.org, and that will give them all of the variety of opportunities that they can support the food bank and the neighbors that we serve. Yeah, I know a lot of families who around the holidays want to do some hands-on volunteering, especially families with kids. Are there those opportunities at the food bank as well? 
Definitely, and I appreciate you asking. Volunteers are absolutely critical to the work that we do, um, so much so that last year almost 10,000 people helped the food bank in some capacity. So they can help us in our volunteer room at our main facility on Vandiver Drive. They can help us at the new food bank market. We have 22 mobile pantry distributions that we we, uh, do monthly throughout our service area. We need volunteers there at events, upcoming food and fun drives, one-for-one that's coming up in mid-December. Uh, partnering with Zimmer, we certainly will need volunteers there. And I would put the the call out to corporate partners. That's a really great way for them to come out and be represented with their brand and have some fun and, you know, really help so many people in the community over the holiday season. Are the needs different as we approach Thanksgiving, uh, separate and apart from um, Christmas season? No, I I appreciate that question, too, because the food bank gets a lot of of press, uh, quite honestly, over the holiday season because people are in the spirit of giving. Mm -hmm. What we like to say here, though, is that hunger knows no season. So once we get to January and February, we will still see the same number of people who are experiencing need. Um, That will continue. And um, just if there's one takeaway from, from your listeners today, I hope it's that they continue to remember the food food bank and the neighbors we serve well into next year. So, Lindsay, recently I did not know that the main um, the main location for you was off of Vandiver, and that is really impressive. You gave the number earlier of how many pounds of food come in, but how many trucks come in and out of that facility every day to help meet those needs or needs of our community and surrounding areas? So, um, yes, it is deceiving. Most people don't realize what a a large organization we are. Um, So we actually have right now about 28 vehicles in our fleet. And then we're working with carriers that are coming from all over the country. So in terms of your question, how many trucks we're taking in, um, it's going to be 90 to 100 trucks that we're taking in over the course of a month. If you looked at our warehouse right now, if we were at full capacity, um, which we're we're not, um, but full capacity would represent about 2 million pounds of food at any given time. So in effect, our team is completely turning our warehouse on Vandiver Drive over about every two and a half weeks. Mm. Now, now I know um, nationally, I've seen some articles about how uh, giving is in charitable contributions are just down overall. Are you all seeing the impact of that here locally? We have seen uh, the numbers continue to be fairly steady in terms of giving, and I think what that really comes down to is that people know that we can stretch the dollars a long, long way. We're a good investment for for those dollars that they contribute, but at the same time, I think everybody can can understand or, or think about how their lives would be different if they were lacking access to food for themselves and for their families. I think that that really resonates, that message. And um, so we would just encourage people, even if it's a a small amount that they have to give over the holiday season, we can stretch those dollars a long, long way. Well, we appreciate you joining us and all of the work you're doing here in mid-Missouri. And of course, we will be keeping the Wake Up Family apprised and updated about the food drive that's coming up. We appreciate you all so, so much. Zimmer is a tremendous partner. And um, thanks for all that you do for so many that we help. Thanks, Lindsay. All right, coming up next, we have the morning bell. And Hannah, I can't believe we let this holiday pass, but somebody is...